This is going to be our greatest adventure. Oh my goodness, Bill C-11. Bill C-11. Bill C-11. So Bill C-11 is there, known as the Online Streaming Act, the Broadcasting Act. There's a portion of this act that has to do with internet. This law would force YouTube to rig its search functions and recommendations to push more Canadian videos on Canadian users. But not just any Canadian videos, because the government would also gain the powers to set the standards for whether a video is Canadian enough to get boosted. In reality, the bill has ended up so broadly worded that it lets the CRTC interfere with every part of your online life. That includes manipulating your feeds and search results, requiring you to provide proof of your age to access platforms like Reddit and Twitter, and controlling your favorite YouTube channels, TikToks, and other streaming services, and even your own uploads. This law and the vagueness of it only hurts the creators, and it hurts people in the online spectrum, and it serves only to protect the few companies that are part of dying broadcasting and dying media brands. Earlier this month, the Canadian Senate passed Bill C-11 with a helpful amendment that better protects Canadian creators. But on March 7th, the government gave notice that it would reject this amendment that would protect digital creators. This is terrifying and honestly wild for the government to just ignore digital creators and its viewers. You know, at first, I was not going to make this episode. I was just going to leave it to the bigger guys and finish my already late episode on the Huawei ban in Canada because I don't know what I could possibly add to the conversation here. But as a Canadian content creator who hosts a podcast about progressive culture and news and who will likely be affected, I feel an obligation to inform people about this. As always, welcome to Orange Wave, your source for everything related to progressive news and culture. I am your host, Will Adams, and today we are going to be talking about Bill C-11 and how it has passed. So for those who are somehow unaware, Bill C-11, also known as the Online Streaming Act, is a law that has been something of a boogeyman in the Canadian political scene. A vote was held in the House of Commons on Bill C-11 recently, and the Liberal Party, Green Party, New Democrats, and Bloc Québécois all voted yes to the Online Streaming Act. The Conservative Party has harped Trudeau for this act. And surprisingly, they're actually doing it for good reason. I know, right? The Conservatives, for once, are actually doing something that benefits Canadians for a change. Shocker. Anyways, Bill C-11 will update broadcasting rules to include online streaming services and require tech giants such as YouTube, Netflix, and Spotify, to push what has been deemed Canadian content. At first glance, that sounds awesome, right? Well, no, because the bill and the language it uses creates quite a lot of problems for not only Canadian viewers like yourself, but Canadian content creators like me. Right off the bat, I'm going to answer everyone's top concern. Who is deciding what content is, quote, Canadian enough? That is going to be the responsibility of the Canadian Radio, Television, and Telecommunications Commission, or the CRTC, which is an organization that works under the government and regulates Canada's broadcasting system. It's the CRTC's job 
to enforce rules that achieve the goals of the Broadcasting Act. Bill C-11 will update what those goals are and will give the CRTC new power to achieve said goals. Essentially, the Canadian government is creating rules on which YouTube videos are Canadian enough to be pushed in algorithms. That is going to be fine for legacy media companies like Rogers, Shaw, Bell, and the CBC, but for independent content creators, it might not be because the bill is written so vaguely and so broadly that it has the potential to suppress Canadian voices, not just politically, but in general. This clip from Some Ordinary Gamers on YouTube explains it perfectly. Take a listen. Right? Like some, you know, they're making a video on like, hey, the Steam Deck is an amazing product. Now, two creators make this video, okay? Marquise Brownlee and Linus Tech Tips. Now, YouTube's algorithm works in such a way that it's going to give you the creator you're more likely to click on, okay? So if you're somebody that would watch a Marquise Brownlee video, YouTube nine times out of 10 is going to recommend you Marquise Brownlee vice versa for Linus Tech Tips. It's why their channels are so popular and it's why their channels work for their audiences. YouTube knows most of the time how to pair a certain user with the audience, okay? That's because YouTube and Google have tons of browsing data to you know algorithmically fit you on. Now, the way that this algorithm works is all of a sudden to Canadian creators, what's gonna happen for people you know, like me living in Canada is when I look up Steam Deck, I'm not gonna really see Marquise Brownlee. I'm going to be seeing Linus first. Now, I might not wanna watch Linus's video. I might wanna watch Marquise's video. So I then click on Marquise Brownlee's video. Now, because YouTube is advertising me Linus's video and I'm not watching it, YouTube is gonna think, oh shit, maybe Linus has fallen off. Not even true whatsoever. I'm just not the right fit for that group. So then YouTube punishes Linus because Linus isn't performing so well in the algorithm. That's a rough way how this would work on YouTube from what I understand and from what I've been told. Now, of course, different things could exist for TikTok, Twitch, or various other social media platforms. The rejection of amendments that were designed to protect Canadian content creators is very concerning. This could have a huge impact on Canada's cultural industries, which have long been supported by policies aimed at preserving Canadian content. By giving more power to the Canadian government and CRTC, there's a risk that Canadian cultural products will be drowned out because the CRTC somehow decided due to a number of external factors that they weren't, quote, Canadian enough. Social media platforms like YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Mastodon play an increasingly huge role in deciding how candidates can advertise themselves and overall how the course of an election will go. The ability of candidates to have the unfiltered ability to promote themselves and be able to engage with constituents is critical. Unlike most things the conservatives have done recently, I can't blame them for being concerned here because the CRTC having the ability to remove any content it deems is inappropriate or quote not Canadian enough in any given afternoon is a terrible thought, and this could have a chilling effect on Canadians and their charter-protected rights and freedoms to freedom of expression. And for Canadians in general, it could become harder for them to connect with like-minded people online. In any political situation, you're not required to be 100% aligned with your party. It's a political party, not a sports team. If you support shit just because your party does, that proves that you probably don't like critical thinking and just want someone else to make your opinions for you. You know, kind of like Daily Wire enjoyers. I don't know why the NDP would vote in support of this bill, and I certainly think that this decision is a stupid one. However, I view it just as that, a mistake. This does not affect my views on the party, their leader, etc. 
because those who support Bill C-11 have a deep-rooted reason for doing so. And it's just as important to take their opinions and feelings into account as it is for people who are in opposition to this bill. The takeaway from this is that Bill C-11 is a complex and controversial piece of law. I do believe that content regulation is an issue, especially with Elon Musk owning Twitter now. However, we as individuals have the perfect tools for moderation. We can leave platforms like Twitter and join platforms like Mastodon or Tribal or we can just join different platforms and make homes for ourselves there. There are legitimate concerns about the implications that Bill C-11 could have on free speech, privacy, etc. The best thing you can do right now is speak up, organize, and you should write letters, emails, and phone calls to every MP you possibly can, as long as your actions aren't violent and are in good faith. I myself believe that this is very problematic and warrants a discussion. Freedom of expression is an inalienable right that should be preserved at all costs. Thank you for listening to this episode of Orange Wave. I am your host, Will Adams. I hope you have an amazing day, and remember, Jugmeet Singh loves you.